Well, good morning, good morning. Morning team, Jason here. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see you guys this morning. What is it today? Thursday, the 9th of September. Hopefully everyone is awesome and well. While the old uh, Facebook Live and YouTube Live is warming up, I'll do some quick intros and say good morning. Always a big welcome to the regulars returning to uh, Wealth Coffee Chats. Uh, something that uh, I've been doing for maybe almost two years now, which is awesome. Uh, really enjoying catching up with you guys in the morning, usually around about 8.05. Uh, and we sort of have a bit of a yarn about property investing. As you guys know, the regulars like Nick and Alison, uh, there's a lot of moving parts to uh, investing in real estate. And uh, you've got to stay on top of those, which is, uh, which is always important to get the hang of and keep it rolling. Uh, the two Allisons there, good morning DJ and Laura, and we've got a Facebook user there. One of you guys are dialing in from the Facebook group, so that's fantastic, good to see you. Uh, welcome along, Hardik and Natando and James. Great to see all of you guys here this morning. The regulars are in the house. Um, so fantastic to have you with us as always. Uh, for anyone who is uh, new, if you're new, give us a shout out in the chat, say good day. Uh, if you're shy, don't worry, it's a friendly place. Say new or in the chat or let us know where you're from. Uh, Jason Witten's my name, as it said there on the screen, and uh, been property investing over 20 years, helping property investors uh, successfully navigate a long-term buy-and-hold investment concept. Uh, if you're new here, you'll hear this all the time. Buy well, never sell. This thing is a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time to create a, an excellent portfolio and there's a bunch of little tweaks and turns and things that happen along the way and that's what uh, we do here at Positive Real Estate. We run a coaching and mentoring program. I'm one of the founders. We've been doing that for uh, since 2003. Uh, what's that, 18 years, 19 years? Um, coaching Australians and New Zealanders, NZers, uh, for a bunch of time and uh, we've done a few deals. Over 6,000. Um, along the way, we've learnt a few things that we have, and um, each morning we get together, <coughs> share a little bit of wisdom right here on Wealth Coffee Chats. Today, I wanted to talk to you about uh, lending and loans. It uh, It's quite positive news out there. I don't know if you guys watch any of this stuff. It's industry stuff for me. I watch it all the time. <coughs> uh, you know, there's positive news. Hey, lending volumes at, at record highs. Banks open for business, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, hey, good morning, uh, all of you guys, whoever that is, a couple of people in the Facebook group there. Um, yeah, sadly, unfortunately, the names don't pop up. Anyway, um, but, you know, team, uh, we're like, this is great. We've got markets moving our way. We've got um, opportunities. Uh, all right, let's get some finance. Let's get some money. Give me some money, uh, banks. Uh, and sadly, for many of us as property investors, uh, <clears throat> things take a little bit more finessing and uh, sometimes we're, we're left wondering why. So today I want to sort of dive into this, not in extreme detail, but a bit more of an overview of what's going on, right? So there's two parts to the uh, lending process. Now, there's two 
parties that need to be approved for a loan. So for you guys sitting there right now on uh, on this morning's live, like Aaron, good morning, Aaron. If you're sitting there right now and going, what does he mean by two parties need to be approved for a loan? Um, chuck it in the chat. Tell me the two parties, the two entities, the two things that need to be approved for you to get a loan. Um, and I gave one away just there, but just let me know if you if you think you know what they are. There's two bits that will be analysed to get an ultimate approval and settle and own a piece of real estate. Um, chuck that in the chat there if you think you know what it is. We'll have a quick sip of my coffee. And there's Teresa. Good morning, Teresa. Good to see you uh, there. Hopefully all of you guys have got um, a nice little warm coffee. Uh, Matt's, Matt's talking about servicing and loan-to-value ratios. Yes, that's part of the machinations, Matt, of the lending process. Um, but I'm talking about... Ah, Brusselton. Hey, Paul. G'day, mate. How are you? Awesome to have you online today, mate. Thanks for dialing in. Majib says lending, uh, LVRs and borrowing, a deposit, seller and finance, the financials, and the property valuation. Uh, there you go. Alison. Alison is the closest um, to this. There's two parts. Team, there is... Oh, that's a bit skinny. Let me do this. There's two parts to getting an approval. You, the person, now again, that's a terrible drawing, um, but uh, don't hold that against me. <laughs> the person, the individual, the human, who's lending the money, the physical person uh, going for the money. And uh, uh, a bunch of you guys in there were talking about this. Um, Majib was talking about loan-to-value ratios and borrowing and servicing ratios and LVRs from Matt, um, credit scores, serviceability, banks policy, et cetera, et cetera. So absolutely, these things apply uh, across uh, a bunch of these things. But the second party, the second entity, the second thing that actually has to be approved to get a loan is actually the property. So the property has to be approved, okay? Um, and there's a there's a there's a pretty average drawing of a house as well. <laughs> so there's two parts to getting the approval in this process, and I wanted to talk to you guys about that today when we think about lending and getting money, um, because we can look good, and sometimes the property that we choose won't be accepted by the lenders. So let's just talk about all the other way around. We, we, the property's fantastic, but you're not looking so great, right? So let's have a bit of a dive into that today when we're having a look at, all right, what is it going on with us and the world of lending and property? Obviously, uh, many of you guys were talking about these things uh, right here. We're talking about your credit score, okay? Credit score, um, your credit score, your servicing. So your servicing is how much income do you have in, in your world that you can bring into your world? How much, uh, how what's the cost of your expenses to live and, and, and get by and can you service, can you afford to pay more for um, uh, another piece of real estate? Um, servicing, um, deposits, okay? 
deposits. Now, the, the interesting thing is with um, uh, you as a, a borrower is if you put more money into a deal, which was another one here um, when we were talking about the loan to value ratio, if you put more money into a deal, it's actually easier to borrow. So the more money you put in, the, the less resistance you get from the lenders because they have more risk buffer in the deal, okay, um, as we go um, and, uh, and so on, okay. Now, we'll talk about the lenders in a minute because they also are a bit of a party, but they are a party to both pieces, okay. These two pieces are analyzed separately, but they roll up to the, the banks. And uh, who said it before? Karen Buxton said it before. The banks and the lenders' policies and the lenders' mortgage insurance policies. So we'll talk about those two as part of this mix in a second as well. So your ability to borrow, you as a person, your credit score, your servicing, your deposits, the loan to value ratio you want to borrow at, if you want to borrow at 95% or you're happy to borrow at 80, we've all chatted about this <clears throat> in the beginning. As a property investor, you should be pushing to borrow at 90% interest only for three to five years. We've talked about that. That's not what that's about today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, uh, as we go along in this sort of section. <clears throat> the other one is your, and, and it comes up here anyway, so your income, so are you employed or are you uh, self-employed? These are the things, and there's a bunch of other smaller, um, more detailed things in that mix, but this is the drill. Are you, are you a good risk to lend some money to? Can you afford it? What deposits have you got? What are you looking to borrow? And what is your circumstance in life, okay? Um, as we go. Unfortunately, fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, depending on which side of the coin you're on here, if you're self-employed, it's a bit more difficult um, to lend. You've got, you, you end up having less choices. Um, but the good part about Australia is that we have many lenders, not only banks, but many lenders to go to to get some money. Um, I, I don't know if you guys know uh, this, but there is 119, 119 licensed um, Ridgy Didge, not the bikies, uh, licensed Ridgy Didge institutions we can go to in Australia to ask, hey, does my, do I, the individual, fit your lending policies and can you lend me some money? Everyone cool with that? Um, yeah, that's right, um, Matt, the, the, the APRA, Carry On Malarkey, the Haynes Royal Commission, et cetera, et cetera, caused a lot of grief, caused a lot of friction in, <clears throat> in the lending world, okay? For all of us, we need to make sure we understand how and what we look like to the lenders to get the most out of where we are. So everyone gets this, there's you, you get approved, okay? Um, yep, Jace, Pepper, Resimac, like there's all sorts of good stuff uh, in there, uh, uh, in our lending choices. So there's you uh, and there's 
plenty of choices when it comes to the lenders. <clears throat> so let's go over here and have a look at the property when it comes to lending, okay? So what do you mean by the property, Jason? Well, team, uh, <clears throat> there's a few things that the lenders will look at, okay? Number one, um, look at the location of the property, okay? So the location usually is done by uh, postcodes, okay? So uh, I don't know if you, you guys realize this or understand, but the lenders will have, um, there are, uh, in every bank and financial institution, there are blacklisted postcodes uh, and postcode restrictions on lending in those areas. Now, uh, there doesn't seem to be much in the way of the science to that um, or the sensibility to it, but, but the majority of restrictions are around two things. The CBD postcodes in Australia, the CBD, okay? You, we've talked about this before, team. If there is a triple zero postcode in the property that you're looking to buy, it will have restrictions and challenges and problems with lending every day of the week. So, you know, a, a 2,000, a 3,000, a 4,000, I don't know if there's a 5,000, 6,000, whatever those postcodes are, right? <clears throat> CBDs, um, do not, uh, it, it's a big no-no for me, do not buy in a CBD postcode or a CBD location. One of the main reasons for that because of these restrictions is because in CBD locations, the supply mechanisms, the ability to put real estate into the market in a CBD is almost endless, okay, team? And what actually creates or forces value in a in a suburb is when the suburb gets limited so it gets limited um, is one of the major factors which means you can't build any more houses there you can't build any more apartments there it's not being rezoned um, is one of the factors and then the other factor is is it attractive to live there okay um, so and, and that's not what today's about but CBDs, you can put up a building with a thousand apartments. Well, it doesn't take overnight, but <clears throat> the restrictions in the CBD postcodes are very little in supply where it compared to NIMBY suburbs. Sam talks about this all the time. Not my backyard, NIMBY suburbs, okay? <clears throat> so think about that. Postcode restrictions. The property, you're approved for a loan. You go, <clears throat> all right, I can buy 600,000 you got a big tick in the box here. Tick. <clears throat> That's a terrible tick, isn't it? <laughs> tick. I'm approved for 600K. And then you go, I want to buy a property in the CBD for $600,000. And you were considering putting 100K in the deal because that's all you had as your deposit. And over here, they say, yep, no problems. If you're going to buy in that location, well... Uh, and over here, you're looking at, you know, a 3% interest rate. If you're going to buy in that location, well, no problems. Uh, we want a 30% deposit, plus we're going to charge you 5% interest for our risk if you got the loan in the first place for that property. Everyone following along? So <clears throat> you and then the property, okay, as we go along. <clears throat> other, other issues uh, over here is the type of property that you're lending on. 
um, and what might that might be, okay? The type of property. Let's have a look. Uh, type. Okay, so is it an existing property? Is it an off-the-plan property? Or is it a house and land property, okay? A house and land, all right? So those types are fairly simple. It, it's irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant, team, whether they're townhouses, apartments, or houses, okay? Just so you guys know, it's a postcode restriction, not, oh, they don't lend so much on apartments, okay? That's rubbish. If anyone tells you that, they don't know what they're doing. They're talking out their ass, okay? So <clears throat> is the property existing, okay? So often we find the lending on an existing property seems to be a little bit easier because it's there, uh, the valuer can go there tomorrow uh, and you can get a loan on that property. Fairly simple because everyone kind of knows what they're in for, okay? Um, now, that doesn't mean that existing's better. That's just saying existing has uh, a simpler path to the outcome. Off the plan. Nobody, no lender will give you an approval for more than um, three months. So if you've got it off the plan for 12 or 18 months, well, things could change in the meantime, okay? So that's where the property, you might be approved here for 600, but that gets past three months. Well, you have to wait again to see if they're gonna give you the approval. It's not a big deal. We've done thousands and thousands of off-the-plan deals. Uh, there are some things you have to manage. <coughs> a little bit croaky today, gang. There are some things you have to manage, but it's, it's fairly straightforward if you know what you're doing. For those who don't, it can be an absolute disaster and nightmare, okay? And house and land, construction deals. Um, get yourself a piece of land and then build yourself a house, okay? the type of property deal you're doing. And the other one here that can um, can give you a little bit of uh, grief uh, is the add value, the add value deals, okay? So let me, let me do this actually. <clears throat> so they're the type of deals, you know, those ones, and they can bring some issues. And the second one is the um, the style, the style of deal, okay? <clears throat> so let's have a look at this. Is it a high cash flow deal? Uh, is it an add value deal? Uh, usually the two styles we look at, that can cause some issues. What do I mean by that? NDIS, right? NDIS at the moment is an attractive deal. You can build a house, you can get multiple incomes, you can get good cash flow. The challenge is with that NDIS cash flow style deal, the lenders are like, yeah, mate, 80% if you're lucky, maybe 70%. We're gonna charge you a high interest rate because we think it's commercial lending, higher risk, et cetera, et cetera, okay? Add value deal. I'm gonna do a duplex. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna build a block of three, three apartments. Well, you're getting into the zone where the lending becomes restricted, okay? 80% if you're lucky maybe 70% because uh, you're now becoming a quasi-small quasi developer, okay? So you're approved for 600, you go to buy an NDIS deal, and they change the deposit and the interest rate, okay? Everyone cool with that? And they'll probably charge you, uh, even at a 70% or 80% loan, 
they'll charge you lender's mortgage insurance as well, okay? They can make up the rules as they go along, okay? Unfortunately, that's not true. They're not making it up as they go along. They've already pre-done these rules for this type of deal and it has to fit in a box, okay? <coughs> um, as you go. So think about that, team. Now, that's not an exhaustive list. Um, that's just giving you an overview, hopefully, about this lending process. There is two parts to it. Don't get confused that you as the individual are all proved and ready to go. You're like, you beauty, <coughs> I'm out there, I'm, I'm armed, I'm dangerous, I've, I'm, I'm, I've got coin, I'm, I'm flush, I'm ready to roll. <coughs> and then you come over here and you try and buy an NDIS deal and it all falls apart for you or you thought you would buy a <coughs> um, an apartment in the city uh, and and rent it out for uh, you know short-term accommodation because that's a great idea and it comes apart um, have a think about that stuff as you go along okay um, so the point is team it's a little bit more complicated than we would like it and then when now you get um, now, you're now on property, you know, two and three and four and five. All of these moving pieces become more and more important to get there as you go along. So there you go, team. Uh, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done for today. <coughs> um, hopefully that made sense. <laughs> hopefully I haven't got the Rona, Jace. Um, my kids have been... Uh, been all fluey all week, the little buggers. They're like little disease machines, right? <clears throat> Parents know what I'm talking about here. You know, you, you, you used to be a very healthy adult and then you have children and then you're sick all the time. Um, <laughs> uh, there you go. Awesome. All right, gang. Well, listen, you guys um, take care. Yeah, Alison, listen, they're, they're still doing 90% lending. That's, that's, that's awesome. <clears throat> Matter of fact, it's gotten a little bit easier. Uh, of late to get 90% interest-only lending, which is awesome. So dive in while you can, team, uh, and go for it, and um, uh, away we go. Hey, Jeff, mate, I've got you on my list to give you a call, mate. Yes. Sorry, I missed you, missed you this week on, on that one, and um, all, uh, all good. All right, gang, well, that's it. I'm just rabbiting on now. It's 8.30. We're done and dusted. Wealth Coffee Chat done. Hopefully that made sense today. Um, but yeah, this, it's not as simple as, you, as it seems. Get some coaching, get some support around that um, if you're struggling or you want to really understand it a little bit more and get to the bottom of it. So, all right, team, take care. You guys be awesome. That's it. We're done. Bye for now. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow, 8.05-ish, roundabout. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Bye.